Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hello, Healing Journeys Today. There we go. We, um, you know, I'd like to say that Butch and I kind of have a different marriage and in this way. That we uh, are not only careful. Hold on. Right. Not only careful. have we, you know, do we have we had kids together, and we, you know, we've we all had our separate careers and came together we as a couple. Had, you and I. I mean, we both had our separate careers, okay. came together, mm-hmm. had kids, dedicated our lives to the girls, mm-hmm. and um, and now we work together as well. So we are married and we work together. We do. And so that is a, it's different because, you know, it's like you've seen each other all day then you get home and you're like, oh, it's you again. Oh, it's you again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hi there. You yeah, know, I just saw you. There is something um, to be said for driving to work. There's more yeah, about that yeah. later. Sorry. It's, it's just interesting. Just fantasizing so, there for a moment. Um, but it's, it's interesting, but it works. So what are the things that we have to do? Well, our, our uh, heading today, our title is regrets. Regrets with a question, question mark. mark. Meaning, do you have any regrets in your marriage? Things you've done, things you wish you would have done, or things you wish you wouldn't, have wouldn't done. have done. Exactly. So we're just kind of curious because you know, there are things in our, in my marriage, I wish I'd done the first thing. I was your I'd first done. marriage or no, no, I've never been married. Other than you. Uh, but my, uh, my, the one thing I wish I had done. Um, wow. I, I'm curious. What well, is, if you don't stop talking. Yeah. What's the one thing, thing you wish you would have done? Well, no, there's many actually, but one of the ones, one of the big ones is I wish I had matured a lot faster. Yeah. And, um, I look back now, we were, I was 27 when we got married. I'll be 57, which I cannot believe. But I was 27. And I'm glad I didn't wait any longer than 27. Because had I waited longer, um, I think I, for me, this is only for me. I think I would have, had I gotten into my 30s, I don't think I would have gotten married. I probably oh, okay. wouldn't have. Simply because um, I, I don't, I think I would have been too stuck in my own ways. And I would have probably... Uh, not allowed somebody else into my life. So I, in that way, I don't, I don't regret that, but I do wish we got married and it took us a long time to come together as a couple simply because we were so independent when we got married. You know what I mean? Okay. So he's saying that, but honestly, he was so cute. There was no way that this man was going to stay single. <laughs> There's no way you would have stayed single. I, I mean, know. You know, and also too, being an artist, artists aren't exactly hot. Mm-hmm. You know, like sexy hot, but but you were. Oh well, yeah. Well, well you still are. Kind of, you're very kind. Thank you. Yeah. That's why I'm in the dark over here. Yeah. But I just no, I, but it's true though. So on, I mean, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I've I've been around a lot of artists, and I have to say, oh, my yeah. husband is like one of the better, the best looking that I know. <laughs> but anyway, I you really, gotta say that. Yeah, I just don't see you as gorgeous. He looked like John Stamos when I met him. I can't imagine you not not getting married to somebody else. But I'm glad you didn't. So you waited. Yeah, for I, just, me. I, I but, waited for you. But it was until we became Christians, which was yeah. seven years later. Yeah. Seven years. Yeah. It was seven years. Seven years later that, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of damage was done in those seven years as well. Like he said, I wish I'd been more mature. I wish I would have been more mature. I wish I wasn't, I wish I had. I wish you'd have been more mature too. I know. And I wish you would have been too, but 
I mean, it's like, you know, when we would argue, we would go to like, just go to the juggler and just like slit the throat, you know, to say whatever words we could say that would be so destructive and so destroying to both of our hearts. That was how we would argue. The one thing too, um, I I also wish being, uh, being okay, one of my regrets is I do wish I had been a lot more savvy when it comes to not just marriage and relationships, but um, my career as well. And again, I was a young person. How did I know? I mean, I'm, I obviously can be excused. I can be excused for a lot of this, but I look back now and the advice I give people now, I go, man, I wish I'd had that advice back then. So I Yeah, did, so listen to Yeah, us. yeah. No, but, but I had a lot of older people in my life attempting to give me advice. And I listened here and there, but I was a little slow because I was a little, I was I, basically, I was afraid. I was very afraid. Yeah, and and when you're true. young, when you're young, you have a lot of fear because you don't know what's around the next corner simply because you haven't been there. I talk yeah. to people that are 27 years old now. And to me, it's a no brainer. Don't do that. Do this. But when you're 27, 25, 24, even 37, whatever, when you're younger, you just don't. Yeah, know. Even if they're 37, you're still 20 years old. Yeah. <laughs> but let me say I know. this. I know. Thank you yeah. for that. Yeah. Mentorship is really important. I know we think we got it all. You know what it is? It's, it's funny because when all this, like the new wave, everybody doing everything is so minimal and everything is so on an app. Like a girl can't even get a period without having an app. Tell her. When does she have to say that? No, I know that. But anyway. if you'll notice about Julianne, every time we do ministry, there's always a bodily function. Yeah, well, anyway, of some kind. but I'm just saying that, you know, there's some things that you're going to just have to get at. The Holy Spirit is going to have to tell you to do and not be so regimented by all the social media and all the stuff that the internet can do that there's because that starts thinking for you what you've got your own brain and there's nothing that's going to be able to cultivate and grow a, a relationship except you communicating with each other yeah so what that's, else, really though think about it so what what regrets have you folks had but if you want to just inter, you know internally understand Maybe there's some regrets that you um, have and you can now um, rectify them. Now you can go like, you know what? I used to be afraid, but I'm not going to be afraid anymore. Or I used to be very non-communicative and now I'm going to be very communicative. I'm going to communicate a lot more with my spouse or that one risk I wish I would have taken. I'm going to take it now. I mean, start using those opportunities that come your way. Because again, when you get to be age 57, I thank the Lord. I thank you too. She always went with me no matter where, what I wanted to do. She never said no. She always said, okay, let's try this. And we would try. We would, would we fail? Oh, quite a bit. But we succeeded a lot too. But we never would have succeeded had we not tried. So don't have those regrets where you don't try and you don't yeah. go for it. We're yeah. trying to push you people, push all of us into going for it. Because you know what? Other people out there that aren't even Christian people are going for it. Why don't we go for it? What are we waiting for? What are we afraid well, of? Well, and also, too, you know, meaning that there's some people out there that don't believe in God. Well, we have a whole book, a whole Bible full of promises and anything that is that we have been called to do. God has made a provision for it. Mm -hmm. So no matter what that is, but it is going to take you stepping out. It just does. You know, it's like, I think that's the part that people get afraid of. And I understand. I totally understand that. But that is the one part that is you stepping out on the truth and what you know that God has called you to do. And I, I, I always feel this way. He said, do we have failures? Yeah, but I we've always believed in failing forward, yeah. meaning it wasn't a failure. It was a fail for a, fa a failure. 
<laughs> a falling, a failing forward, meaning that it was not. Wait, wait, what, what were you? What were you? Well, saying? instead of saying failure, I was gonna say fail. Your. You're trying to make. You're trying like to make. Like, you're trying to make like a funny I'm word out of failing forward. I just won't try to. Fail word. I don't know. Fail word. There you go. I like that. Fail. Really failure. Funny. Wait. Did I say bad. that again? I, I said fail, fail, fail word. It doesn't matter. Yeah, fail word. <laughs> We're taking too much time. But no, it, but I'm still, it's true what I'm saying, that we we believe in failing forward and that there is always something great out of the journey that you were in. Just like for me, being sick for all those years, there were great things happened, mm -hmm. even though it was a journey. I wish it would have happened immediately, mm -hmm. but it didn't. That was not God holding back. That was Julianne not being able to rise up. Yeah, let me show you. Uh, Lisa Johnson has a comment. Thank you guys so much for praying for Mark's back. It's getting better. That's awesome. I'm having huge regrets today, and I'm having fear slip back in very badly today. I promise I'm fighting it and keep what you say in mind all day. Amen, Lisa. Listen, you've got to fight that fear because the Bible says yeah. this. It says in the book of James to resist the devil, and he will flee from you. But the key word there, the first word is resist. You've got to do the resisting. Yeah. You know, and that fear is always going to try and come. I hate to tell everybody this, but the fear is never going to give up. However, it will feel like it's less and less because it's going to get tired of trying to attack you when it has no effect on you anymore. Yeah. It's like it's like trying to it's like trying to break down a door. Eventually, if that door gets stronger and stronger, the the person breaking the door is going to be exhausted. They're going to go to a weaker door. Yeah. You need to keep building up your your resistance. You need to keep standing on your most holy faith and understand that God's got your back. You are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Proverbs 3, 5, you got to trust in the Lord with yeah. all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. There's all kinds of ways to combat fear, but the main thing is it is a fight. It is a combat. Not that you're going to be in fight every day, every minute. No, but it's a, remember this. It though. might rise up and you've got to It's a spiritual it fight. It is not a physical fight. Mm -hmm. So, and, and who already beat the devil? Yeah. Jesus did so, and he beat your, him when he was at his full power. Right, so all right now, is, he's at a he's a defeated foe. Yeah, and he but when when Jesus confronted the the enemy, he was at full power, and Jesus still had no problem with him. Now we're dealing with a defeated enemy, and man, oh man, it is so much easier to defeat him now. So I just pray now in the name of Jesus, Lisa, that that fear is cast out of your heart, because the Bible says in Second Timothy one seven, we had not been given the spirit of fear. Yeah. But a power, love, and a sound mind. So that fear did not come from the Lord. If it comes, from, if there's fear there, it's not from God. It's not God trying to teach you something. It's a spirit that's trying to mess with you. It's called the spirit of fear. You know what else too is that sometimes if you break it down, you know what happens is that all of a sudden it's, you get faced with something and you feel like everything just goes whoosh right at you. But if you can break it down and say, okay, wait, now stop, hmm. hold on. Hmm. What if? What am I thinking about? What is trying to bombard my mind? What is the enemy trying to steal from me? Let's break it down. What am I afraid of? Like, what is scaring me right now? Mm -hmm. Because when you do that, really, if you break it down to the like lowest form, Common yeah, then it's like, oh man, that was dumb. Mm -hmm. But it just got, it just went from zero to a thousand because our emotions got in the way. See, that is where we, that's where we, we really get into problems. And that's problems with relationships. The minute that emotion gets in the way, you know, it is dangerous. You know, I was talking with our friend, Joelle, who came on the journey and she dealt with fear and anxiety for 30 years. Mm. And uh, she was telling me, she goes, wonderful, yeah. wonderful girl. You would never know she had any fear. This girl is so uh, confident yeah. and so sweet and so funny and just 
there's nothing, no trace yeah, of it anymore. None, is, just a lot of, not, yes, funny, but the joy is in her. Mm, you can mm, see the joy of the Lord and that's yeah. what has made her strong. But anyway, um, so she said that, you know, she does not, she doesn't live anywhere near where she used to, meaning in that state of not even going out of her house. But she goes, there'll be times when that little fear thing tries to rise up and she goes, but, it, but it doesn't have a sting anymore. It, it doesn't have any authority over me anymore. Mm. It'll suggest, but I don't receive the package. I don't sign Amen. for it. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's a suggestion because it was something that she lived with. That was a part of her, like lived in her house for so long. So it felt familiar. Send that mess to another address. Yes. And that's, that's what we got to do. So break it down, Lisa, and anybody else that's This on goes it. for everybody. Yeah. Everybody else, break yeah. it down. What is, what am I afraid of? And so either you're afraid you're going to die or you are, you're afraid that you're going to lose something. That's what it all comes down to. Because you're you know, going to die or lose yeah. something. Because fear um, is meant to paralyze you and stop you in your tracks. And that is what the enemy wants. If the enemy has you paralyzed and frozen, yes. you are now ineffective and he's got you exactly where he wants you. And the main thing is the, 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 the enemy is a defeated foe and he's not as strong as Jesus. You might see some books where it's got Jesus on one side and the devil on one side and they're like fighting each other and they're the same size and they're equal. They're not equal. The, the the enemy, uh, Satan, is, uh, that's not, by the way, his name is Lucifer, and he's a fallen angel, and Satan, or excuse me, uh, the devil is his job description, it's not his name, devil is Italian for, or excuse me, Latin, Italian. Italian. it's Latin, sorry, Italian, it's Latin for Diabolos, which means the striker, and it's all the devil does is this all day, he messes with you all day, until you put your hand up, and you stop it, but you have to stop it. The, the Bible says in Mark eleven twenty three to speak to the mountain and it'll be removed and cast yeah. into the sea. But you've got to do the speaking. You've got to do the speaking. The Lord doesn't do the speaking for you. He's already given you the power to do it. We have the power to do all kinds of things all day long. We you have do. the power to go to the refrigerator or the gym. Your choice. You have the power to, you know, smoke a million cigarettes or drink a lot of healthy juice. I mean, everything is our choice. And so... People say, oh, the, the enemy made me do it. It's like, not really. Well, that was really bad. Flip, Flip Wilson used Flip to say, Wilson, yeah, the those... devil made me do it. Now, if yeah. you think that I'm ever going to take that and say like, oh, I found, I'm so sorry. The devil made me do it. Mm -hmm. No, you have to agree with the devil and you have to actually do it. So that's not true. I just wanted to read this really quick. First John 4, 18. Mm. There is no fear in love. I love this one. New Living Translation. Such love has no fear because per perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not been fully experienced in his perfected love. Now, so that, that's a lot. So Basically, perfected love casts out fear. What that means if you're fully in love with the Lord, you know the Lord is your source, the Lord is your power, the Lord is your strength. If you know this, if you know that for a fact, you won't be afraid really yeah. of anything because you're like, look, God's got this. But the bills are due. God's got it. Now, is God going to sit down and write a check for your bills? No, but he's going to open up opportunities for you to go earn money or find a way to pay those bills. Or he's going to he's going to open up opportunities for you to make that trip or or make that connection or build that project or whatever it is. The Lord's going to open these opportunities up. And usually it happens when we are feeling at our weakest, when you get to your weakest or you get to your most vulnerable is when you can finally start hearing from God because it takes you getting all of you out yeah, of the but way. That's, but that's not a requirement. It's not a requirement. No, no. It's, no. I'm not saying I'm no, not saying you have to get. That's usually no. how it ends up. 
Right. What I'm saying is you don't have to get broken like that, but most people feel like they have to. You can get up and be the happiest person in the world every day and walk in that power yeah. every single day. Don't let anyone tell you that God's got his arms folded and he's waiting for you to do X and X and X and X and X and check all these boxes before he'll begin to reward you. Yeah. Because if you're saved, if you're a saved person, you already have the inheritance that God gave to Jesus Christ because he and you, you have yeah. the same thing. So I want to say something too, to really, uh, Lisa, I love what you just said. She said, thank you always. I was paralyzed until literally a minute ago. One more time. And wow. I, yeah. wow. That's and awesome. I, and, yep, and I want to just add to this now. The Amplified Bible says, there's no fear in love. Dread does not exist, but perfect, complete, full-grown love mm -hmm. drives out fear because fear involves the expectation of divine punishment. Mm -hmm. Right. So the one who is afraid of God's judgment is not perfect in love, has not grown into a sufficient understanding of God's love. So let me just say this. It's not that you don't know that God loves you. He does love you. But in his love is that protection. You see, that's the part that you're you're lacking. You're thinking that it's all in your own hands. It's all in your own uh, it, um, ability, all in your own strength. But when we know that it is not in your strength, that the God that God has protection over you, right? And He's and He's living on the inside of you. That's that perfected love that knows. Like I know that God has got protect. Has protect. I can't get that out. I know that I have received protection over my heart, over my life because of God and his promises, right? That's an individual thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a marriage thing too. But for you personally, you know that you have divine protection over you and over your children and over what, you know, your family members and over them. But, but, but when you don't know it, you don't know it. Right. So then we're going on. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. You know, and it's like then we start the door, start the walls start closing in because we start getting scared. Right. Of like, I don't know what what if this happens? What if that happens? Well, what if this happens? And then you start going down that. It's like you're going down. But, down, what, down. but what kind of regrets can you have in a relationship? You know, um, uh, we could have been a couple. She and I could have been a couple that never worked together on anything. Right. I could have had my own thing. She could have had her own thing. And I can almost guarantee you that it would have ended in the destruction of the marriage or the relationship. Yeah. And it really came close a lot of times when we were younger because it was sort of my way or the highway or her way or the highway. And yeah, we had a, um, and this is certainly nobody's fault, no. but we only had examples in our families of broken people. We had a lot of uh, examples of people that, didn't have successful marriages. In fact, we're the only couple that I can name uh, right now, the people I'm thinking yeah. about that have lasted in yeah. one single marriage for over over five years or, or 10 years, excuse me, um, because everybody I'm thinking of in our family uh, had a broken marriage and then they had another broken marriage and another one. And we are very blessed and very grateful that we are aware because I did not want to be in a situation where I had regrets like, oh, I you know, this, again, this is me. Sometimes we'll have, you know, a marriage that doesn't work out. And then if you have kids with that person, then you're tied to that person the rest of your life. And unfortunately it didn't work out for whatever reason, because I think people sometimes get, they don't want to admit they're wrong. They don't want to, it's a pride thing. That comes yeah. Up. I mean, there's all, you don't want to say you're sorry. There could be addiction problems. There, there could yeah, be a lot of and things. And that could be, and that could be, a, and there's a, and listen, 
we're person not, not being who you thought they were. Right. We're not immune to this either. I mean, you know, we've gone through some stuff and, but the main thing is when you're in a marriage and it's all about you, then it can't be about the both of you. And that no. can be a huge regret. And it really can't, when a marriage means two, just like your covenant, because remember marriage is a covenant. So your covenant with the Lord is you and the Lord. Mm -hmm. It's not just you. And it's not just the Lord. The Lord needs you and you need the Lord. So it's the same thing with a marriage. It's between the two of you. And so there are many things. And listen, we were headed to divorce. I'm sure of it. There's no, no question in my mind had Jesus not come into our lives and changed our lives completely. I don't think we'd be married now. I really don't because we had nothing to hold on to except for, well, you know, if it F you, if it doesn't work out, I'm leaving, you know, and that was our attitude before we got, before we got saved. And by the way, um, the way society, at least in America, how it works is divorce is cool. I'm not saying it's cool. Like it should be something everybody aspires to, but it's not. It's okay. It's accepted. Yeah. It's, um, it's been minimized, meaning no big deal. Get divorced. Everybody does. Right. That's what it's been. It's been taken down to that level. So there's really no, we don't think there's any consequences to it. But as someone who's lived through divorce, my parents were divorced. Her parents were divorced. Like I said, a ton of other people in my family were divorced. I've seen the effects of divorce a million, billion times. And I know how it works. It is not what's supposed to happen. Now, if you're divorced, we're not judging no. anybody. And listen. And we're not saying that you can't get divorced. We're not saying any of that. I'm saying in my family, I've seen the effects of it. And I didn't enjoy the effects of it. I didn't like it. And I... I knew it wasn't something that I wanted. Again, that's for me only. And, and right. you know, and she felt the same way. So we were we were bound to determine that no matter what came up in our life. Yeah. Now that Christ was there, it wasn't just her and me. It was quite a third hand. He's right in the middle of our. Yeah. This is Jesus right here. And we grab on to him. And so if I'm I have something to say, it goes through him. If she has something to say. Or was this me? I forget which one it was. <laughs> I'm one of these. But if I talk, it goes through him. If she talks, it goes through him. So. Um, we try and we've had to learn. I've had oh, to learn yes, big time. Yes. And I'm still learning at age 57. Believe me. Uh, I can't believe I'm 57. Well, and then also. I How did this happen? It goes so fast. That, okay. the, the problem is, and I believe that the church is really responsible for all of the divorce and all that, because mm. a lot of times they don't want to hear it. So when I know that there are some churches, I won't name the religion, but like my mother. Susan was, says it was always all about me. I didn't even recognize it. Wow, Susan, that's a wonderful thing to admit right now. And what um, I love about that is that that will never happen to you again because you know that about yourself. But let me go. Let me say churches, this really quick. Yeah, the church is like my mother was like when she had an abusive husband like mm -hmm. my father, she could not even go to the church because in that religion, if you even considered divorce, you were just excommunicated. Mm -hmm. Right then. And so that's why my mom always felt so guilty, so condemned for the choice that she made to leave my father for so many years mm. because of that. So that is not, remember, it says Romans 8, 1, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. It doesn't matter if you divorced or not. It doesn't matter. You should never be condemned for that. But what the church needed to do was to be more open to talk about the things that no one wanted to talk about, yep. right? And to talk about the, the sexual things, because you get a lot of these young kids that get married, they've never had sex before. You know, you don't know, maybe one of the, one of the, the, of the two of the relationship has been 
addicted to pornography and they're looking at stuff. They've seen some stuff. Now the girl comes along and she doesn't know that that stuff is inappropriate and disgusting. Some of those things. I know this is getting really yeah, why are you real. Doing, why are you taking us because into this? Because it's true. You're sliding us down into this. Uh... No, but, it, but these are the things that no one wants to talk about. So, true. so somebody goes to the church and says, I don't know if this is right or real or not. You know, I just got married. I'm 20 years old, but my husband is asking me to do these things. And, you know, does the church really want to address it? I'm praying that most do, but I know that a lot don't. And so that's why you get into these situations. And now, now the woman becomes an alcoholic or a drug addict because she's trying to deal with all of that, whatever, it can spiral into anything. But I'm just mm -hmm. saying that the church needed to be open to hear the, 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 the problems and the fears and all the other things that have been going on with couples. But instead, we just go shut the door. We'll see you Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. And we won't see you, you know, we will see you Wednesday nights for Bible study. That's it. Bye. And it needs to be more than that. That's why I believe our world is the way it is today, too. Why do you believe all of that or what? which part? Do you believe? Well, the church, I believe, is is to blame. Oh, here's why. For... Yeah. yeah. The, the, when, and by the way, when we say the church, we're not saying one denomination in particular. Yeah. Because that's that is a problem right there. See, the Bible, nowhere in the Bible is, does Jesus say you should be a Lutheran, you should be a Methodist, and you should be an Episcopalian, and you should be a Catholic. Jesus doesn't say any of that. And we, the human race, have turned the Bible into a uh, social club, meaning this. I'm in my club, I'm a Methodist, and I'm in my club, and I'm a Lutheran, and I'm in my club, and I'm a uh, Episcopalian, and we don't do what you do, and you don't do what we do. Oh, and I'm a Baptist. Oh my gosh, it's like you know that we've turned it into clubs with with rules, and the only rule should be um, what Jesus says. That should be the rule: love thy neighbor as thyself. Unless they're a Methodist, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say any of that. No. So why do we? And by the way, the Bible even says too. I don't even know where it's. I, I know the scriptures in there. You're not supposed to add to the Word of God. You're not supposed to add rules in there of your own. And we do it all the time. Every person does. And and we have to be very, very careful about that. We really do. Well, and so let me say this. So that, that we're supposed to be Christ followers, period. Like mm -hmm. Christ followers, period. Nothing else should come from come after that. We are not another denomination. Oh, and we try to follow Jesus. No, we are Christ followers. That's what Christian means, Christ follower. And so there shouldn't be all these names of certain things when we are all Christ followers. A Christian basically just means in, in uh, Greek or Hebrew, it means the little uh, Greek. I mean, it means the little Christ. It means a, a Christ-like yeah. figure, like a, a Christian, a Christian. That's where their name comes from. And so right. when you follow Christ, you're supposed to be like a version of him. Yeah, um, but, but yeah. and we have him in us. That's the whole point. If you're not born again, born again of the spirit, not of your flesh, but of the spirit, yep. you've got him in you. So that's why you can be a little Christ. That's why you can be a Christ follower. Like if you're from Hawaii, if you're born, if your heritage is Hawaii, you're a Hawaiian. Like you've got the Hawaiian. I'm a Californian. Californian, right. But but my point is like the, the races from Hawaii, the, the, um, yeah, what's the what's the uh, Samoans? Yeah, the Samoans. You've got that Hawaiian uh, genetic code in your body. You're Hawaiian. If you're a Christian, yes, I might be a Caucasian person. This person might be of, of a another ethnicity, but you're a Christ a Christian now. You have his DNA inside of you. That's what that means. Yeah, and and that's not just 
oh, I've got his deed. That's not mm -hmm. like like how we talk about that, you know, like what are those called? Like um, when you check your DNA, you, you send a blood test, like. Well, that's called a DNA test. No, no, but there is like me and 20 or something. I don't know. Oh, like, oh 23 and me. Yeah, 23 and me. Or Ancestry.com. Me and 20. Okay, but what I'm saying is, so we get that report back, right? And we go, oh, well, look, you know, my ancestors were this, my my personality is that. Well, that makes sense because I'm from, you know, I'm I'm Norwegian or whatever it is. Like I'm from wherever, and and my DNA is this. Well, why do you need to do that? You, when you got born again, you were you became a new creature in Christ. Why isn't your 23 and Me telling you it's Christ in your DNA now? You know, um, that's a really, Selah. That's a Selah. It's like true. It's true. That's exactly what it is. We are looking for other, you know, for this company to tell us where, who our ancestors were, but the Bible tells us who we are because now we are, Christ is in us. It we are pretty in the wild. body. It is pretty wild. You'll probably never know. Maybe you will, but I, I guarantee 90% of the people in the world will never know who their ancestors were farther back than three or four generations you know i i know who my great grandfather was but beyond him i really don't know who was before him i just never never looked into it i kind of care i mean it'd be kind of cool to find out but, i don't care yeah because it doesn't change anything in my life nothing i'm not after it to change my life i'm just kind of yeah no, I'm, it's fun yeah that's all that's you see how me. adamant she was now if i even try and find out i'm gonna get in big trouble. well because let me just say see this. what i'm right look at that see look well look how much trouble of, i'll get in. some of these companies also tell you that you have predisposed or you're, you're predisposed yeah predisposed of this certain form of cancer of this oh um, yeah they'll tell you something yeah like of this um so listen know, you've got to be strong enough Hold on, Don't, autoimmune disease. Go on. Yeah, I'm sorry, but if 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 you're going to do that and look into your DNA history and your past, and you get this whole report back that says you're predisposed to you know whatever disease, you better be strong enough to deal with that, because the Bible says whose report will you believe? Will you believe the report of the Lord who says that you um, are blessed and that you uh, are protected under Psalm 91? And by or, his stripes, you were healed. Or are you going to believe what the report says? You need to be strong like that. So don't have any regrets. Like, again, another regret I had um, uh, a while back when I was younger was that I would I would believe everything on TV. I'd believe everything in the newspaper. Yeah. And I'd believe everything anyone said who was on a screen. If they're on the screen, they must be telling the truth. And now... I'm just not going to get into specifics. Well, there's so many screens. But we, but we sort of this screen. There's a screen on our thing. There's like. But we've we sort of we've sort anywhere. of right. We've sort of learned that if somebody finds their way onto a screen, even us, they might not be uh, telling exactly what you want to hear or exactly what they yeah. should be telling. Because you guys need to, you guys need to look into it for yourself. Don't just trust people. Look at all these people lately in the news that have been losing their jobs or getting suspended and all these things. Not saying any names, but it's just quite interesting if yeah. you ask me. But that's and so when if we put all the eggs in the basket of these people that we've, you know, bowed down to, that we have revered, we have, you know, put up on a pedestal, then you find out the next the next week that well, they did something really bad and now they're fired and they've had to step down and all that stuff. And you're like, or they were oh caught God. doing something they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. So just put your faith in Christ. And uh, Well, you're, here's the thing. You're a Christian. Your faith. And you're strong. Right. So the faith that you have on the inside, I have my necklace that says faith. 
Anyway, the faith it does. that lean up there. It says faith. It's a very pretty. Do you see faith? And a dear friend of my yours friend gave that, gave to you. that for mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Your faith, okay, the faith that you already received as one of the fruits of the spirit, right? Fruit of the spirit. You have that, right? So you you're putting your trust in the Lord. You already, man, you've got already that mustard seed faith that's already there. You don't have to try to, you know, uh, get more of it. You've already got it. It says we've all been given the same measure. You already have it. And the Bible says you need faith as a mustard seed to move a mountain. That's it. But the church has been saying you need faith as a mountain to move a mustard seed. We turned it around and that's wrong. Anyway, guys, we got to go. We love you guys. And we thank God that we have this platform that we can come on every week and we all grow together. And that's what I love about it. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says... And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.